New Person Practices Silence and Solitude Ecclesiastes 3.7 There is a time to talk and a time to be silent. Mark 6.31 And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. Writing in the 16th century, St. John of the Cross observed, God's first language is silence. The lives of 21st century believers are continually interrupted by sound and distraction. Even as you listen to these words, you may be sidetracked by a roommate inquiring about dinner plans, a child requesting help with homework, or a spouse asking about this month's utility bill. Then there are the interruptions caused by technology. Your watch alerts you to incoming texts, your phone chimes with a calendar meeting, and Alexa provides updates on a recent order. Our lives are consumed with the activity of navigating commitments, responding to emails, and checking social media. Many of us have become accustomed to, and perhaps addicted to, distraction. As a result, silence recedes and our formation to Christ-likeness remains shallow. Put plainly, in a day when we're desperate for God's voice, our lives are not structured to hear from Him. But there's a remedy. The disciplines of silence and solitude provide space for us to hear the voice of God. They provide a pathway for communing with Him amidst the onslaught of noise and distraction. As we enter into silence, Christ illumines Scripture. He strengthens our spirit and He restores our souls. Practice. While spending time in silence and solitude may be appealing to some, it isn't to others. Quieting noise leaves us face-to-face with ourselves. Dallas Willard said this when writing, Silence and solitude are the two most radical disciplines of the Christian life. But silence is frightening because it strips us as nothing else does. It throws us upon the stark realities of our life. So be intentional about creating time and space for silence and solitude. Start with a small amount of time, perhaps five minutes, and then build up. Set aside time in your calendar a couple of times a year for longer silent retreats. Make it a point to regularly turn the television off and power down your phone. Be kind to yourself. The practice of silence and solitude is countercultural, and you'll find it's a muscle that needs developing. What's more, creating space for quiet can allow feelings you've been ignoring to surface. You may become aware of grief, disappointment, loneliness, or anger. When you do, meditate on Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And then practice letting the peace of God rest on you several times throughout the day, wherever you are. It's helpful to hold a short scripture in your heart and mind. Maybe Matthew 28, 20, I am with you always. Or Habakkuk 2, 20, the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Silence is not just the absence of noise. It is beholding God. When you practice stretches of silence, invite Christ to sit with you. Notice how he reveals himself to you. Pray about the emotions that come forward. Is there helplessness or frustration? 
the temptation to justify your actions or judge the actions of another, bring those to him. And then there's something special about a commonly held silence. The next time you're with a group of believers, speak out loud a truth about God and spend a few minutes just sitting in silence. Here are a few ways you can practice silence and solitude with your family or faith community. Note, it may be easier to practice silence rather than solitude with children. As you practice silence with your family, begin with 60 seconds or even less for younger children. The amount of time doesn't matter as much as why you're doing it. The next time you're in the car, then, spend a few minutes in silence with your children. Encourage them to look out the windows at nature. When you break your silence, ask them to share what they saw and how they felt. Choose short scriptures and use them as inspiration to create art. Some good options are Psalm 34, 8, which reads, Taste and see that the Lord is good. And Psalm 56, 3, When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. J.C. Neely provides the following observation on the practice of silence and solitude. Slow, small, quiet. Quiet. It is simply not the word of the day. We amplify everything. Stories that years ago were shared with a few are posted for all. Marketing is in our DNA, 24-hour everything. Promotion is championed, and becoming viral is subtly seductive. Quiet isn't about size. It's about heart. Jesus obviously had massive influence, but lived a quiet life. Quiet is faithful with the one. Quiet is pursuing God over others. Quiet is humility when pride is calling. Quiet is slow movement. Quiet is influence. Quiet is welcoming, not wowing. A quiet life. It almost seems odd to consider in today's world, but it also seems inviting. As we practice silence and solitude, there isn't a formula but there is grace and effort. So give yourself lots of grace and make an effort to quiet yourself down. One of the things that we've done within the book is we've provided a lot of white space, space to write in the margins and to journal thoughts that you have. At this point, grab a piece of paper or a journal and write down what you've learned, what God has revealed and what you're thinking about. 